Hello, my name is Monique Camella. I am a trauma-informed feminine empowerment, self-love and relationships coach. I created the Good Girl Unleashed podcast as a way to support you on your journey to liberating yourself from limiting beliefs, trauma, suppression, so that we can all come home and live authentically and unapologetically. I support my clients and my community with resolving trauma, releasing suppressed emotions in a safe, supportive way that allows them to reconnect to their authentic self and create a deeply fulfilling life and rich, nourishing relationships. I'm so grateful that you're here. Let's dive into today's episode. So I'd love to know who here is brand new to being in this space with me, who's journeyed with me before. Feel free to let me know in the chat. You can definitely see some new faces, some familiar faces. Beautiful. Welcome, Hester. Welcome, Mary. Demi, amazing, Amy, mm, some beautiful new faces. Thank you all so much for taking the time to show up this evening. I'm really excited for this conversation. Um, it's it's going to be a really powerful one. So just a little bit about me to start off with, and then I'd love to go into a bit of a drop-in, and then we'll start to go into that conversation. I'd also love to hear from you guys in the chat of what's brought you here and what's resonating, really immersing yourself in this space. Um, So for me personally, I'm a trauma-informed, self-love, sacred sexuality and conscious relationships coach. So I'm really supporting people to reconnect to their, their true selves and really embrace their authentic self, express themselves and thrive in all areas of life. Um, and I specifically work in those areas of love, sex, relationships. These are major areas of life. And I've noticed definitely for myself, but a lot of the people that I've connected with over the past few years, it tends to be a bit of a struggle. And we have a lot of blocks that hold us back from experiencing this deep love, this deep pleasure, this aliveness. And so my mission is to really support you in creating that life that you truly desire for yourself. I've been on a massive journey for myself. My journey began about 12 years ago and I've discovered incredible teachings and healing modalities and tools and practices that actually work. I've experienced a a lot on this journey. I've found what doesn't really work and finally found those pieces that actually shifted what was going on inside of me. And a lot of that really it began with having the awareness of what was actually going on. Because without that awareness, we can't do much about it because we're so confused as to why I'm feeling this way, what's going on for me. And so, yeah, it's really coming into what's actually happening inside, what needs my attention, what do I need to support myself through this, and then doing those deeper practices to go into those deeper layers. But we'll get more into that in a moment. I'd love to just take a few moments here just to drop into the space together. So I invite you to close down the eyes just wherever you are. And we're just going to start with a few deep breaths. So maybe in through the nose, out through the mouth. So 
Feel free to bring a little movement into the body. Just really feeling yourself land in the moment. And what I mean by that is coming into the body, noticing the sensations that are inside of your body. So often we are running around throughout our day, just trying to get through the day with so much going on in the mind. And many of us have lost that connection to our body. And in losing this connection, we've lost a lot of our power, a lot of our aliveness and our intuition, knowing what we need in each moment. So it's really important to take this time to really connect to your body, to notice what you're feeling. Any sensations, any emotions. And if there's thoughts, that's okay. Just bringing yourself back to the breath. And I invite you to start to feel into what brought you here today. What do you desire to receive from this conversation, from this transmission? You have chosen to spend your precious time and energy in this space today. What is it that you desire to receive, to get out of this? And just take some deep breaths into your heart and allow your heart to speak. What does your heart desire? And just taking your time to receive this message. And once it's come through, I invite you to share in the chat. What is it that you desire to get out of this conversation this evening? And at any point throughout this conversation, if you start to feel overwhelmed, triggered, something's coming up for you, I invite you to take those deeper breaths. Feel free to close down the eyes or even just connect to something in your room that helps you to feel calm. And just take those deeper breaths. So we'll just take a few moments here just to share in the chat. What do you desire to receive from this conversation? Bex says security.
Amy, knowledge and connection to myself. Demi, mm. how to reconnect with my inner goddess. Beautiful. I ran a incredible masterclass at the end of last year and the audio versions are still on my podcast. So I think you'll get a lot out of that. It was the goddess awakening masterclass. So my podcast is called the good girl unleashed. And it's all about coming back to our authentic self. So we're going to be diving into this a little bit today and it's really shedding the layers that have been put on us through conditioning programming of societal norms and ways that we've been told that we should be. There's a lot of this feeling of like, I've got to be this good girl, otherwise I'll get punished. And we disconnect from ourselves. And this disconnection is actually what locks us from our pleasure. There's a lot of stories around pleasure being bad and wrong, dirty. Sometimes we can feel like I'm going to be punished for it or there's going to be something wrong with me. So all these different stories and conditionings can come when we start to talk about pleasure, sex, connecting to our body, self-pleasure. Hester, recognize my own blocks and start to release those so that I can experience my truth and express my feminine. Beautiful. Sabrina, reconnecting with myself and break the chain of always giving pleasure and forgetting my own needs. Beautiful. Tanya, reconnect to the feminine self and sensuality again. Mm. Beautiful. Thank you all for sharing. So I'm going to do my best to keep up with the chat. So feel free to just pop anything in there as we go along. So anything that's resonating for you, anything that's maybe not making sense, or if you have any questions, just pop them in the chat. And that's just going to help me to support you more deeply with what's coming up for you specifically. Um, so just a little bit of housekeeping before we jump in. So I invite you to stay till the end to get the most out of this experience. And I have some really beautiful gifts to share with you at the end as well. Be present and really allow yourself to be here and receive. A big part of awakening your pleasure is receiving and building or expanding your capacity to receive. And by being in this space, that's what we're doing is we're receiving. And so I want to invite you to really honor this journey, honor this process for you and take this time for you. You deserve it and to receive. Notice what arises for you as well. So as we're talking, you may notice different sensations arise. You might notice contraction or expansion. You might start to feel like, oh, I really resonate with that, or that's bringing up a story or a block. This is where we start to really come into that deeper self-awareness of what is really going on for you that is blocking you from having what you truly desire. So all these beautiful desires that you just shared in the chat, it's like, what's actually blocking you from that? Why don't you have that already? What is it that you're truly looking for and why don't you have it? And through that awareness, you'll actually become more aware of what it is that you need in order to start to shift that so that you can experience more pleasure, more love, more connection, more intimacy, more sensuality and all of that goodness. I truly believe that we're here to experience all that it means to be human. And that means what we perceive as good and what we perceive as bad. And it's a journey, it's a dance, it's really allowing ourselves to feel it all. 
So as I mentioned, really immerse yourself, share in the chats how you're going to get the most out of it, get, ask your questions. Um, there will be a replay as well. And so there'll be another opportunity for you to go through that replay and take notes. So just know that if you really just want to be here and be present for the conversation today, and then you can always rewatch and you're going to receive so much more by rewatching and taking notes later, but do what feels right for you. Um, I've also got a really incredible giveaway coming up. So anyone that shares about this conversation, so I'm going to obviously have the replay so you can still share for the remainder of this week. And then I'm going to announce the winner on Sunday. So really the way to enter is just to share, to get this uh, conversation out there. Cause I feel like it's really powerful and really needed. And there's so many people out there that can really benefit from having, receiving this transmission today. So that's going to be really exciting. Um, I did put in the email as well how to enter. So if you have any more questions about that, it's in the email. Um, hmm, beautiful. So let's dive into the conversation today. So awakening your pleasure. Yes, it is referring to sexual pleasure and like physical pleasure, but it's also it's, it's much bigger than that. It's really about coming into deep love and deep connection with yourself and so we're going to be speaking more about self-pleasure and connection with yourself but knowing that it all starts with you so by connecting to your own body connecting to your own pleasure by having a self-pleasure practice and really honoring yourself it's actually going to create this ripple effect that's going to impact all areas of your life so it's going to impact your relationship it's going to impact your work it's going to impact really all the different things in your life because when you're really anchored in your pleasure and your joy it really opens you up to a whole new world and this is what i've experienced for myself so for me pleasure and sex and body there was just so much shame around it for so long i hated everything about myself for a long time i felt i was really ugly um, no matter what anyone said i just felt really uncomfortable in my body really disconnected i felt a lot of numbness but i didn't know that i was numb until i started to actually feel again i was like oh wow i realize now how numb i have been and how disconnected i have been and that journey of connection brought up a lot of the awareness of how much shame i had been carrying and how much pain i had been carrying and so on this journey to awakening my pleasure I also had to experience or feel a lot of my pain that I had been burying. And we bury this pain because we, part of us is trying to protect us from feeling that pain. And so you may find that sometimes we talk about self-sabotaging or we're pushing away our joy. And I don't really believe that we're necessarily self-sabotaging. What we're doing is actually protecting ourselves from feeling the deeper pain. And so I want to explore today what's actually blocking us from our pleasure. And I'm curious to hear from you guys here. What do you feel is blocking you from your pleasure and from having this connection or having what it is that you desire? So what you put in the chat, what do you feel like is actually blocking you from that? Feel free to just share in the chat box. Mm. Body shape, yeah. 
And it's pretty amazing that one because there is so much conditioning or ideas around what we should look like, what is sexy, what is not sexy. And we can often look in the mirror and just be in such deep judgment of ourselves of maybe I'm too big or I'm too small. I know for me, I had a lot of shame around breast size growing up um, and felt like I really needed to have big boobs in order to be loved. Or I would always be like tensing my stomach thinking that I've got to have this flat stomach. And rather than just fully embracing my body um, and all the beauty that it is, we all come in different shapes and sizes and curvatures. And another big one is the vulva and what that looks like. I know for myself, there was so much shame around what I looked like. Um, and then that can just really get us in our head and block us from really being in the body and being in full surrender, being able to really explore. So Demi, a block for me is feeling guilty. The way my body responds is not so sexy and loud as porn or media says it should be. Yeah, exactly. So there's all this conditioning of what we experienced as children, what we witnessed, what was shared with us, so the conversations that we did or did not have. I know in my household there wasn't really any conversation about sexuality, definitely not sacred sexuality. Sex ed was like, here's some condoms. And it's like, what kind of education is that? And it was like a lot of fear of like, if you have sex, this could happen, this could happen, make sure you wear a condom because of all these diseases that are out there. And it was terrifying. And so for me, I was just so shut down and didn't ever want to have sex. And the only reason I started to think about it was because other people started to do it. And so there was like this peer pressure, but I could feel I wasn't ready to delve into that. But I felt this pressure because others were doing it and I had this deep need to fit in, to belong, to be liked, to be loved. And then I, and I developed along the way this idea that if I have sex, that's going to get me love. And so I found myself in this pattern of self-abandoning and giving so much to everyone in my life. I had this really deep overgiving people pleasing tendencies self-sacrificing because i deeply wanted to be loved but i didn't feel good enough and so i just kept giving trying to prove my worth prove my value and more and the more and more i did this the more i self-abandoned the more disconnected i became the more i didn't listen to my body and my intuition and honoring myself the less trust I had in myself, the more disconnected I became, the more I lived in my head. And when we're living in our head, we are distracting ourselves from the deeper pain, what's going on inside of ourselves, and we can't feel anymore. We become so disconnected from the body, our sensations, our emotions, and we get so caught up in these ideas of, I'm too needy, or I'm too emotional, or I'm too this, or I'm not enough of that. And we're just so caught up in these stories. It's like, well, how do we expect to feel our pleasure if we're not even in our body? Mm. A block for me, Mary, is that I just don't know how. I don't have the tools or understanding on what you actually do to love yourself. Also religion growing up, sex is wrong. Yeah, and so that's a big one. Even if we weren't 
um, brought up in a super religious household, there's still this conditioning that's deeply embedded and it's quite a generational one because it's been around a long time through religion and the church of sex is wrong, sex is bad, sex is only for marriage or procreation or this or that. And I find a lot with women as well, there's this idea that it's like a responsibility or an obligation or something that we're meant to do as a wife or a partner. Um, and so that can really block us as well, because what I've noticed is for a lot of people, it becomes a chore. It becomes a thing that we're meant to do or have to do. And then it's kind of fighting this battle of, I should be doing this or I'm meant to do this, but also it feels wrong. I shouldn't be doing this. And so we've got all these different parts of ourselves at play. That's almost like in this tug of war of like, do it, don't do it, do it, don't do it. Another kind of tug of war piece with this is the frigid and slut shaming, which is something that I deeply experienced in school. And I wonder if anyone else resonates with this as well is that it's like, if you don't do it, you're a frigid. And if, and if you do, then you're a slut. And it's like, you can't win. And because I desperately wanted to fit in, it's like, I would get frozen and I would get stuck in the stress response of, I want to fit in. I want to be loved. I want to be accepted. These are core needs that we all have to be loved, accepted and belong. And so we're trying to like read our environment, like what's going to get me the love, acceptance and belonging. But if we don't love and accept ourselves, we don't actually ever fully or truly experience that love and acceptance at all. And if we become someone that we think will be loved and accepted, but it's not really who we are, then we don't actually feel that love and acceptance because we're not actually receiving it. This idea or this persona that we've created is getting that love and acceptance. And so it always feels like something's missing. I don't really feel that love. So how do we connect to our authentic self and allow that authenticity to come through? Because then it comes up with these different fears around well, what if that authentic self isn't loved and accepted? Or what if I fully embrace her and I come into my full expression and it's judged or it's wronged? And so we get caught up in this like contraction of needing to protect ourselves, being someone that we're not truly, that we aren't. And then again, it furthers that disconnection and we get further and further away from the love, the acceptance, the pleasure, the joy that we seek. Hester, that I'm not allowed for it. I'm not allowed for it to be about me. Yeah. Mm. And people pleasing as well. Beautiful. Thank you all for sharing. And I'm sure so many of us can really resonate with what's being shared here in the chat. Um, I feel like there's, these are some of the things that come up a lot in my work since working with people. Um, yeah and so what i've found is that if we are living in the head so a lot of the people that i have supported and that i work with they tend to be in this coping mechanism of being busy and being in their mind and going tackling that to-do list and just go 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 just kind of getting through the day and so what i really desire to support you with is to really come back into the body so that you can experience that deep love that deep pleasure that connection and actually really enjoy your life i often say if we are just constantly tackling that to-do list do we really 
get to the end of our life wishing that we got more of those things done? Or do we get to the end of the life and we're ecstatic and so overjoyed with how much we did and experienced and went after the people we got to spend our life with, we're absolutely in our joy and so grateful for the time we've had? Or are we full of regret because we didn't do the things, because we held ourselves back because of these stories and these fears and we actually didn't get to do life on our terms. We didn't really get to have the experiences that we wanted. We just kind of got through life. And so that's something to ponder of if it was all over tomorrow, have you done the things that that you wanted to do? Have you experienced the things you wanted to experience? And if not, what is holding you back from really going after that? So many of us uh, end up in jobs or relationships that we don't really feel aligned to or we're just kind of doing things that others or we feel like others want us to do and we get stuck like we've been talking about in that people pleasing, that self-abandoning and saying yes to maybe keep the peace or make someone else happy but then we're constantly self-abandoning and the more that we self-abandon, the less joy that we have the less that we trust ourselves the less that we're able to really experience the joy the love the pleasure so i want to dive into a bit more about what's actually blocking us and if you're someone that's been in my world a little like for a little while you may have already heard me talk about some of this stuff so i just invite you to feel into what else is coming up for you here Some of this might be brand new for some of you and some of it's like, oh, yeah, I've heard this. What I've noticed is that through repetition, through hearing this stuff again and again and again, it really allows those seeds to sink deeper. So something that I notice really blocks us from our pleasure is like I've been talking about all this conditioning and this comes through in direct and indirect ways. Even just by going back to what did you experience growing up as a child? What was happening between your original caregivers, your parents, your mom, your dad? Like, how did they shop for themselves? How connected to themselves were they? How connected to each other were they? What was their sexual experience like? Like, were they open about it or was it not spoken about? Was it not present? And then there's also the experiences that we had when we were starting to explore our body and we're touching ourselves or trying new things or putting things in our mouth and we're just exploring the world. We've got this huge curiosity and a lot of that was shut down along the way, especially when you're a child and you're putting all these things in your mouth. It's like you can get your parents can get really freaked out or panicky or like, don't do that. That's yucky. That's wrong. That's bad. And it's not even intentional, but a lot of the time, because I've got a little one, I notice of myself, like when they're putting something that's not good to put in their mouth, obviously you don't want to just let them do that. But at the same time, the way that we communicate and respond has a massive impact because in that zero to seven years of life, especially we're like these sponges and we're absorbing everything. And we can take on meanings about these experiences that may not necessarily be what was intended. So when we're putting something dirty in our mouth, it's like, oh, yuck, that's dirty. But 
the baby or the child is just like, I'm just in my joy. I'm just exploring. I'm in my pleasure. I'm experiencing and I'm being told it's yucky or it's dirty or it's wrong. And I'm being met with this fearful energy. So now I start to develop a fear or a disgust around my pleasure or a wrongness. Same with if we're starting to explore our body and maybe like looking at your vulva or different body parts or feeling around and you're experiencing your pleasure. And again, how was that met? And some of us don't necessarily have the memories in our mind, but they're in our body. They're in the subconscious mind. And so there's these deep belief systems, these deep ideas and stories that have been developed and re like played out again and again. So a belief, really all it is, is a thought that we repeat again and again. And when it's backed by a powerful emotion, it's even stronger. And these core beliefs get created in that zero to seven years of life. And then as we're moving through life, we're actually acting from these places. So whether it's like I'm not good enough or my pleasure is wrong or sex is bad, all these different things, we started to pick up on these things in that first zero to seven years of life. And then they got strengthened over time. Maybe we also saw our mother or our father self-abandoning or um, responding in certain ways that have created these ideas. And so what I support my clients and my students with is actually uncovering what's going on inside. What are the belief systems? Where is the conditioning or the programming? What stories are we playing out? So even when I talk about sex or pleasure, it's like, what is the story there for you? I noticed um, there was something in here as well in the chat around like sex is wrong coming from like religion. And it's like, where else did we see that? Or even the stories we pick up of like, this is how we're meant to look. This is what sexy is. This is what beauty is. This is what sex is meant to look like or sound like. At the end of the day, we're all so unique and your sexual experience is going to be unique to you. And really to find your own experience, your own authentic expression, we've got to start releasing what we've been fed, these different stories and ideas. We also experience different traumas and there's generational trauma. And whether that's sexual abuse or whether it's um, something that's disconnected you from yourself, so I talk a lot about trauma and there's a lot of misconceptions around what trauma actually is. I believe that most, if not all of us have some form of trauma, but trauma is what happens inside of you. It's, it's less about the external event and actually what happens inside of you because of that experience. And so what happens when you experience something traumatic is it overwhelms your nervous system and it pushes you out of your window of tolerance. And in that time, you don't have maybe the tools or the support to regulate, to come back to safety, to resource yourself, to discharge this energy. A lot of the time something will happen and we'll go into the stress response. We might go into fight, flight or freeze, or we might just like, especially if we go into freeze, that energy gets stuck in the body until we actually meet that part and allow that stress cycle to complete. So we'll just take a few moments here just to feel into what's being shared here. 
because this is such a deep topic. I don't really want to rush through it. So feel free to just take a moment to close down the eyes and just take a few deep breaths with me. And just notice what's happening inside of your body as we have this conversation. If you're noticing some contraction, maybe you're noticing areas of expansion of like, yes, finally someone is having this conversation. Yes, this is resonating. But what do you feel in the body? So throughout our time today, I'm going to invite you to keep coming back to the body. And take a moment here to notice what, are the, what is the story for you when it comes to your pleasure? What story have you been telling yourself? What story did you receive growing up? And feel free to write it down or put it in the chat. And so when we have these traumatic experiences and experiences that start to shut us down, or move us into numbness, disconnection, freeze, where we start to hold in our voice. I'm interested if, if anyone here really resonates with like that inability to fully express, to maybe ask for what you need. Maybe when connecting sexually, there's a, a contraction of not really feeling comfortable to fully let your voice out. And there's this contraction that happens in the body. And I noticed for myself this a lot. So if you're familiar with my story, for a long time, it was hard even for me to say hello to someone where I would completely choke up and freeze. And there was this fear of getting it wrong, of saying the wrong thing. Again, it comes back to this not feeling good enough and this need to be loved and accepted and not feeling like I was going to get that, like there was something wrong with me and I wasn't lovable. I wasn't someone that was worthy of this love, acceptance, this belonging, and there was just this need for it. And because I was so afraid that I was going to say the wrong thing, it was going to lead to losing love, losing acceptance, not belonging, I would just completely choke up. And this just got stronger and stronger. And whenever I would be in relationship, that would get even more intense where I literally couldn't say a word to them. And then that would lead to, lead to abandonment, rejection, them leaving. And it was really painful, but I didn't know how to deal with that pain. And so I kept numbing out, I kept distracting, I kept being busy. And that just further and further disconnected me from myself. This, as well as all that people pleasing and overgiving and trying to be someone that was going to be loved and accepted. It really dictated all my decisions in life of 
what I did for work and how I showed up in the world, the different courses I would take, like it really was dictating so much. And I didn't know actually what I wanted, what I needed, what my boundaries were, what I wanted in life, because I was so busy trying to be someone that would be loved and accepted. And so it took this deep journey of self-discovery of becoming aware of where this actually began. And it began in infancy and childhood. And it's not that I had a terrible childhood. My parents are very loving, but they didn't know how to meet all my needs. And they had a lot of their own stuff that came into play. So the dynamics that we witness playing out, like I said, it's not necessarily intentional, the things that we receive from our parents. There's a lot of things from society and from schooling, from cultural norms and all of this as well. But a lot of what happens in those initial stages of life is coming from our family dynamic. And so what are the stories that we picked up? And so I had to go through this because what I found was every one of those experiences where I self-abandoned, where I disconnected, where I numbed out, where I pushed away the pain, where I had this, these abandonment experiences, every time that I contracted and couldn't speak, it created these different parts and these different versions of me. It's like I became really fragmented. And so these parts need to be met. They need to be met with love and compassion and presence by you. But so many of us are wanting someone else to meet us and wanting someone else to love us or someone else to meet those needs because these inner child pieces is what I tend to refer them to. Doesn't mean it's necessarily from childhood. It could be any younger version of self, but these parts of you get frozen in time and they're still craving that need to be met by the original caregiver. So often we start to attract experiences or partners into our life that will reflect an experience that we had as a child. So when a need wasn't met or a dynamic that was painful in our childhood, we tend to attract someone that's going to bring that up for us. And this is really an opportunity to heal to integrate this so that we can shine brighter, that we can access deep love, deep pleasure and live the most magical experience. But often we can get stuck in the experience in the present. So if we bring it into like a relationship, if you've got a partner or if you've had a partner in the past and you might notice you, when you get triggered and we can get really caught up in blaming, whether we're blaming ourselves, whether we're blaming them, but these triggers, are actually revealing to you something much deeper than what's happening in that present moment. It's revealing to you something that actually probably happened many, many years, even decades ago, that's still deeply embedded in your body. Because in those traumatic experiences, we shut down, we disconnected, we went into protection and coping. So we develop these coping mechanisms to protect ourselves. And then we start to play out these different experiences we get triggered we go into patterns and it's through going into that exploration of your inner landscape that you discover why i'm acting this way why i react that way why this triggers me 
what this is revealing to me, why I'm attracting this partner, why I'm not able to experience my pleasure. Mm. Yeah, and so it's quite fascinating when we have these conversations, what starts to come up in your mind. So you might start to be like, yep, there's something here with my mum. Yep, there's something here with my dad. Yep, there's something here with this past relationship that I had. And we start to realise that there's these inner children within us that are deeply needing to be seen, to be heard, to be loved, to be accepted. But no matter how many people we try to outside of ourselves to get them to do that, even if they are able to meet us, if we can't meet ourselves, we can't fully receive that person meeting us. And so it's like we can have someone in our life that is incredibly loving and incredibly generous and caring and attentive, but then we start to go into, I don't deserve this, I'm not worthy of this, we push it away. Or we might be attracting people that aren't able to meet us and it's bringing up that wound of not being met, of not being nurtured, of not being loved. And so the invitation here is to connect with yourself, to come into deep love with yourself, to accept yourself, to meet yourself. And as you start to come into that connection with yourself, to love and accept yourself, that's when you're actually in a vibrational energetic match to experience that outside of you. So often we're, we're trying to change our external in order to feel something differently inside, but it has to start inside of you. Because if you're not that energetic match to what you desire, it could come at you and you'll push it away. A lot of the time, especially what I have found with pleasure and joy, is because we have been numbing out or disconnecting or pushing these sensations or emotions away for so long, it actually has reduced our capacity to feel these sensations. If you've had an orgasmic experience before, you might notice how intense that is, how intense it is to be really happy, to have an open heart, to feel love, to feel joy, to feel orgasm. And a lot of the time, if we haven't, if we've had that reduced capacity to feel, this intensity of being in our joy and being in our pleasure is too much. It feels overwhelming for the nervous system. And so when I talk about the window of tolerance, I'm referring to the nervous system. And so we're designed to go through these waves, to feel these different sensations and emotions to feel the lows, to feel the highs and everything in between. But when we have something traumatic happen and we don't, and it goes unresolved, so it's like something happens and we freeze or we contract or we shut down, we cope, we protect, rather than moving through that experience because maybe we don't have the tools or the support, that window gets shorter. These inner children, these wounded inner children that we have inside of us, the more they got that we have, the more unresolved um, experiences we have inside of ourselves, the more limiting beliefs we hold, that window gets shorter and shorter and shorter. The more that we don't allow ourselves to feel the different emotions, it gets shorter. And we're pushing everything down, but the thing is there's only so much we can actually push down before it explodes. And we start to get really triggered, really sensitive, really reactive, or we go the opposite and we go very numb. 
we get even more disconnected. We go into depression or chronic fatigue. We get really stressed. We feel depleted and exhausted. And we get like this dull experience. Like for me, I remember when I was first beginning this journey, when I was about 18, I was like, there's got to be more to life. I just, I felt so dull, so heavy and dense. And I was like, there's got to be more. And I was struggling a lot with depression, anxiety, and a lot of self-hatred. But there was something in me that was telling me there's got to be more. And that's really what sparked that light just enough to get me going. And I'm so grateful for that because I, I discovered that I was right. There is so much more that awaits all of us. There's even so much more available for me, even though I've moved through a lot, I've gone through a lot, I've shifted a lot. There's always going to be more available to you, more pleasure, more joy, more goodness, new experiences. But we tend to get stuck in the comfort zone of what we know. And we can be really afraid to step out of that comfort zone to really expand our capacity to feel because expanding your capacity to feel isn't just about experiencing more pleasure. It's also being able to meet your pain. Just like I said earlier, when we embark on this journey, it's not just about experiencing all the goodness. It's about meeting the parts of you that are feeling hurt, that are feeling sad, that are holding deep grief from all the years of disconnection, from all the years of shutdown, from all the years of self-abandoning, from all the years of not honoring your no, of not going for your yeses, of like, this is what I desire and I'm going for it. And we've held ourselves back from fear or from these stories that say we're not enough. Who am I to want that? Who am I to have that? I remember for a long time, I didn't even feel like I was, it was okay for me to feel my pain i didn't feel like i felt so afraid or so unsure of how to feel good it felt so foreign to me to feel good and feeling bad felt it was more of a comfort zone it's what i knew but i didn't even feel like it was okay for me to fully feel the depression i was experiencing or the sadness because i was like i've got it pretty good others have got it worse than me i should be grateful again another story of you should be grateful how many of us have actually heard that or even felt that but we don't feel grateful because we're holding so much pain in our body and we're not really allowing ourselves to just fully feel what's happening inside and so we keep shutting down keep distracting keep being busy doing the things that we think we're meant to do or should do and just going through the day going through the motions going to the job doing the responsibilities tackling that never-ending to-do list that literally is never-ending there's always going to be more stuff to do but what is it that you actually truly desire to do or to experience and how can we bring more of that because a lot of these things we have on the to-do list actually aren't important actually don't need to be done by you or at all And we're just busying ourselves because we're distracting ourselves from something. And so that's something to ponder for yourself of what am I distracting myself from when I'm super busy, when I'm telling myself I don't have enough time, when I'm telling myself that I've got all these things to do and we're pushing away the ones that we love or the things that we love, the things we want to go after, 
or putting it all off because there's too many things to do. And something that I've found really powerful is as I've become more connected to my body, I've been able to attune to what is actually important and what am I just putting on that list because I feel like I should have to do it or I should do it or I need to do it or it's actually not important. And how can I either delete or if it is important, do it doesn't need to be done by me. How do I delegate and start to clear some space for me? And so something that I am always sharing with people is how important self-care is, how important taking that time for you is, because not enough of us do it enough of the time. And it's almost like this is a luxury to take time to meditate or to shop for these calls or to do the deeper work because we're so busy. But what I've found is that by doing this deeper work, we actually free up a lot of time, a lot of space, and we get to be more in our joy, experience more of the pleasure and the things that we truly desire. You actually find where it feels like you've got more time because we're not, we're kind of getting rid of all these like energy leaks is the way that I would explain it or describe it is that when we're so busy or we're stressing out or we're worrying, or we're doing things that we don't really want to do or having conversations that we really don't want to have or just we're almost forcing conversation or doing things that we think we should do, it creates these energy leaks and we become really exhausted. And I feel this, I'm so attuned to my body now that if I'm having a conversation with someone that I really am am not in, like I don't really want to have this conversation, I'm not really feeling in alignment with this person or at this time, I can start to feel myself getting really depleted or if I'm doing tasks that just aren't feeling in alignment for me and I'm trying to force myself to do something, I find I just get very, very quickly drained. And it's like, wow, I didn't even do that much today. Why do I feel so drained? Where did the time go? But when I'm in my joy and I'm in my alignment, I'm connected to my body and my needs and what's really driving me and motivating me, inspiring me, It energizes me. I have so much energy and clarity that I get so much more done more effectively and I enjoy it. I have so much more fun doing it. And now this isn't about abandoning responsibilities or just like throwing your hands up, oh, I'm just not going to do any of this stuff anymore that actually is important. But it's asking yourself, what are the things that actually are important and what are the things that aren't? And starting to release those things that aren't. And then with some of those things that are important that maybe can't be delegated or deleted but don't really give you joy, it's asking yourself, how can I bring more joy into this? How can I shift the way that I'm thinking about this? I'll give you an example. Something like, for example, if you're paying bills and you're starting to stress out about money, say it's the rent is due or something like that rather than like freaking out about the rent being due or like oh like i've got to pay this bill it's like can i appreciate that i have a home that keeps me and my family warm can i appreciate the food that i'm going and buying that's feeding and nourishing myself and my family so even just that shift of the way that we're seeing and thinking about things is going to shift your experience. So becoming aware of what's actually going on in your mind. Where are you? What are the things that you're feeding? Because your thoughts and your feelings 
are creating your reality and your experience. Same with when we come back to sexuality and our pleasure. What are the thoughts that are going on around this? What are the stories? What are the beliefs? And what we want to do is to start shifting those. And the ones that, those limiting beliefs that are really holding you back from your pleasure, start like taking those out by the roots and planting new seeds, having, having new thoughts. So affirmations is a really beautiful one to start planting those new seeds. But what I have found with affirmations is it doesn't quite work if you haven't cleared out the garden. So if you've got all these weeds and overgrown bushes and things that like these old belief systems that are blocking you from actually having a new belief because it's contradicting. So for me, on the beginning of my journey, I was doing all my affirmations. I was doing my meditation, my visualization, but nothing was changing. And so I actually realized that there was this missing piece. It's not just about positive thinking and saying a bunch of affirmations or doing a meditation. We actually have to go deeper than that. This is where we come into more of that integrative work of that inner child healing, integrating trauma and doing deep somatic work. I think something that it's getting out there now, but something that hasn't really been spoken a lot about in the past. And it's something that really shifted my experience was the somatic work, the body based work, because a lot of these deep beliefs that I've been talking about, like that zero to seven years of life, the trauma, the beliefs, the cognitive mechanisms, the protective mechanisms, they're stored in the body. And until these parts of you and these beliefs and these different things are uncovered, these parts of you are met. And we actually become aware of what are they holding on to? What do they need in order to release this? What do they need in order to thrive? We can't move forward because this part of you is still here and often they're being ignored. And so when you're experiencing triggers or disharmony or disconnection or like this freeze response, these patterns that are playing out, I find often what's happening is a past version of you is hijacking the system. And so we need to meet that part and support that part to heal, to integrate and to come back to wholeness. And so I work with a really powerful process to do this is a lot of different practices, but there's really the core of it is creating a deep sense of inner safety. Because if we don't feel safe, we're not going to feel like able to go into those deeper layers. There's also the element of like this inner child work. It's this really meeting those deeper layers and supporting that integration. And I work a lot with breath work and somatic experiencing and inner child work and tantric practices to really connect you back to the body to discover where these parts of you are held and what they need in order to integrate. The thing is, we're all so unique and you're going to move at your own pace and these different parts of you are going to need different things. Some of these parts are going to be are going to need to be met with loving presence. Some of them are going to be needed to needing to be loved. Some of them need acceptance. Some of them need reassurance. And it's quite a powerful process, but it's something that we don't do alone. We don't do that deep inner work, that inner child work on our own. 
of course there is a lot of things that we can do on our own to support this process but even for myself I tried to do this alone for so long because I didn't trust people to be there for me I didn't know how to receive support I didn't feel like I could really rely on anyone and I was constantly in this feeling of I have to do it myself and if I ask for help it means I'm a failure or I'm weak or whatever again these stories what are these stories that we're playing out but a big piece to get started with and it's something that I always recommend to everyone that I connect with is starting with that creating inner safety and so I'll I'll be guiding you in just um, a short practice in a moment, but it's really about connecting to your felt sensation. It's about connecting to your body, resourcing. This is where we get started and there's a lot more to this so we can create deeper safety. The more that we go into the integration of those inner child woundings, healing the traumas, all of that will actually create more a more uh, deeper sense of safety because often when we don't feel safe in our body it's because there's something in us that we're avoiding feeling and it's like if i come into my body i'm going to have to feel what i've not wanted to feel and this isn't necessarily a conscious thought but it's playing out subconsciously like i'm distracting myself because i don't feel like i'm able or capable of feeling this deep pain and so there's part of us it might not be your present self but there's part of you that's trying to protect you from feeling that pain again but it's through feeling that pain that you heal it that you release it that you create space for new experiences and so the first step is always to start building that inner safety and start regulating your nervous system and the way that we can begin this, like I said, is this felt sensation practice. And it's what I've been guiding you through a little bit as we've been here. I know that we've only got a short time here, so there's only so much we can delve into today. But I have created some really beautiful practices that I'm going to share with you at the end of the call that can help take this deeper for you. But it's we'll just kind of start to go into it a little bit again. So feel free to close down the eyes. And just take some deep breaths. So many of us are shallow breathers. Shallow breathing is another way that we disconnect from our body. It's a protective mechanism. It's a symptom of how much we're holding in our body. And you may notice that as you start to take some deep breaths, it can have a calming effect, but it can also bring up stuff. So especially when I do breath work, events or practices, ceremonies. The deep connected breath that I guide people through brings up a lot of what's held in the body. It takes us out of the head and into the body where we can feel and we realize just how numb and disconnected we have been. But just here right now, we're not going to do the connected breath. We're just going to take slow deep breaths breath work tends to be quite activating whereas we just want to calm the nervous system here 
And as you calm your nervous system, you're going to find that what we're sharing today is more digestible. You're more able to receive what we're talking about. You'll also receive your own inner wisdom. What I'm sharing with you today may not be new or it may feel like it's new. We all have our own inner wisdom. Your body holds a lot of wisdom. So taking this time to slow down, to breathe deeply, to feel what's in your body will connect you to your own inner wisdom, your inner guidance, clarity, And it helps to calm the nervous system. So any time that you're feeling overwhelmed, stressed in your head, disconnected, or maybe you go into a shutdown or a freeze, whatever you're experiencing, even if you're feeling really good and ecstatic and joyful, this is a beautiful practice to do. To really allow yourself to feel in this moment, to be in your center. And if this is new for you and you tend to be quite a busy person, this could be really hard. This could be really challenging to begin with. But the more that you practice it, the easier it becomes, the more connected you become. And this could be two minutes a day. So just staying with me here, deep breaths, and just feeling what's inside of your body. It will take time to really be able to drop into the body. And there are some really incredible practices that can support you to move through this at a faster pace. So by healing those deeper wounds, you're going to be able to drop into your body much more easily. Because the thing is, your body is where all of these experiences are held. And so there is part of us that often will keep us disconnected, as I said, to protect. And in those times where you're feeling resistance, you're feeling contracted, I invite you to meet yourself with loving presence, to acknowledge that what's happening in this moment is there is part of you that wants to protect you. And we don't protect things that aren't precious. So we have these stories or these ideas that we're not good enough. But something in you knows how precious and good enough you are. Otherwise, it wouldn't be protecting you all the time. And even just that shift in awareness can drastically shift your experience. So when you go into that resistance, maybe when you feel yourself pushing away your pleasure or your joy, can you love yourself in that moment just a little bit more, even though it might be uncomfortable or it might be annoying or it might be frustrating? There is part of you 
that is feeling unsafe, there is part of you that wants to protect. And can you meet that part with loving presence? So what I've found with the journey to awakening your pleasure, to experiencing more joy and aliveness and connection, there are these three pieces that really feel quite potent for me today to share with you, which is that creating safety piece, because without that, we're going to just really stay in the head and continue being disconnected. So that creating safety of regulating your nervous system, being in your body is essential because if you're not in your body, you're not going to experience the pleasure. There's also what we spoke about expanding your capacity to feel. And I feel like this is really something that happens as we create a deeper sense of safety and we do that deeper work, the inner child work, the trauma work, releasing those limiting beliefs, we expand our capacity to feel. But even through that felt sensation practice, if you're doing it regularly, like something I highly recommend to do every day, you're going to expand your capacity to be with the intensity of your experience. So that means your sensations, your emotions, your pleasure, your joy, but also the pain and the grief or the disconnection or the numbness. I have even found like for myself, there has been so much contraction in my body for so many years. There was so much resistance to feeling anything. I really had to take it slow and practice feeling. Meeting that resistance, not forcing it, but actually being with the resistance first. And as I allowed myself to be with that resistance and to breathe through it, it started to dissolve and I would go into the next layer. And there would be waves of grief. There would be waves of joy. It's really incredible to reflect on my journey as I've been sharing more about sacred sexuality, just how far I've come on that journey. And now to witness those that I'm supporting and sharing this with how exponentially this is shifting for them at even faster rates, smoother journeys as well, because I found on my journey, I fumbled and I fell a lot. I went through trial and error trying to find what's actually going to work for me. And like I said, I've been on this journey for about 12 years and now I've tried a lot of things and I feel like I've really found what actually works. And I've seen how fast people can shift because I have that proven process that I can just here it is and take you step by step. But what I found for me is that as I reflect, there was so much freeze in my body, so much resistance to my joy. When I would start to feel good, I would push it away. When I would even like say connecting sexually, what I would find is as it would kind of come to like there would be so much resistance leading to orgasm and there'd be this like goal this destination of getting to orgasm and then when i'd actually get there it'd be this explosive thing that was so intense that i could actually feel my body running away i'm like stop stop get away from me it's too much i didn't actually have the capacity to be with that intensity because i was so numb most of the time that being in my pleasure and my joy was actually more uncomfortable than being in resistance, 
depression, discomfort, frustration, sadness, that stuff was easier for me to be with. It wasn't easy, but it was easier. Whereas the joy and the pleasure and the goodness was so foreign that when I felt it, it was so intense, it was uncomfortable and I would push it away. And I would go into what we call self-sabotage, which is actually just protection because I couldn't handle it. And so it was really enlightening for me when I realized, oh, wow, I've actually got to practice being in joy and I've got to pendulate, meaning I've got to lean into my joy or my pleasure and then I've got to resource and I've got to take it really slow. Like I said, we're all unique and we're going to move at different paces. So it's like touching the sensation, touching the emotion and then coming back to that safety, coming back to that inner resourcing. And if resourcing is a new concept for you, um, what I'm talking about is finding a part of you, a place in your body that feels at ease, that feels safe or calm, or at least a little more calm than the rest of the body. And really taking those deep breaths, feeling your sensations and just slowing everything down. And by expanding my capacity to feel, expanding that window of tolerance, that's when I've actually been able to access this incredible orgasmic bliss, deep pleasure, deep love for myself and for those around me to actually know what gratitude feels like. I had a gratitude practice for so long and feeling gratitude was so hard for me. I just couldn't seem to touch it. I was like, I don't know how to feel this. When I started exploring abundance, I was like, I don't know what abundance feels like. It's so foreign to me. But all of these experiences led me through these initiations and these journeys and has brought me here where I now get to share this with you and it's all a gift. But in in expanding our capacity to feel like I've shared and I'm going to share it again is it's about feeling what we perceive as good and bad. If we're numbing ourselves from one, we're numbing ourselves from the other. It's about really learning how to embrace it all. And that's what I'm about. I'm not about getting rid of something. Often it's like, I'm here to get rid of what's no longer serving me. It's like, well, if it's still here on some level, part of you might not be your present self, but there's part of you that believes it is serving. Otherwise it wouldn't be here. So how do we shift that? How do we meet these things like the limiting beliefs, the coping mechanisms and start to create new ways of protection? Cause we don't want to just get rid of all our protective mechanisms and then feel vulnerable and unprotected. We want to create new empowering ways where we feel really empowered, really in our center, open, but protected and safe. So I'd love to share with you now just um, one of the ways that we can work together and journey together. So if you're resonating with what we're chatting about in this conversation, I do have a really incredible journey coming up where we're going to take this conversation much deeper, but it's going to be more than just talking about it. We're going to really go into these deeper layers that I've been sharing with you. So going into deep embodiment journeys and actually uncovering what's going on for you. Like I said, there's only so much we can cover in 90 minutes and we're all so unique and holding different things inside of our body. And so it really deserves that space to delve into this bit by bit of what are the stories here? What are the beliefs? 
and then actually expanding our capacity to feel coming into deep love and putting all of what we're talking about into practice in a really beautiful sacred container. So I'm going to be sharing my screen. Just see. Beautiful. I see um, Amy just shared. My best friend is here. We're doing this together. That's really incredible. I love the element of community when we're actually in this together. And that's why I do what I do. So more people don't have to do this alone because for me, I felt like I was doing this alone for so long and it was really painful and really like excruciating to be honest, to, to feel so alone and to feel so broken and to think that I'm the only one experiencing this and no one gets me or understands what I'm going through. So as I was able to connect with community and mentors and support systems, I found it so healing. It was uncomfortable to begin with because I was so shut down and protected. But as I started to allow myself to be supported, everything shifted quite drastically. So I think that's so beautiful. All right. So I'd love to hear in the chat, just as I'm getting this ready, what's been maybe your biggest takeaway? Um, what's resonated for you? What's been coming up for you? And just share in the chat anything that's that's present. I find there's such incredible healing that takes place as we share. I'm always inviting our community to share and to let us know like what's coming up for you and to really be seen and heard because so many of us have not been seen and heard. And this is such a deep wound. And so we're craving to be seen and heard, but we can also be afraid to be seen and heard. Like, what are people going to think of me? Or what's the right thing? What should I say? And there's never anything that you should or should not say. All of you is always welcome in these spaces. And I'm here to meet all of it, to love all of it and help you embrace all of it. Um, yeah, I find when we start to really allow ourselves to be heard and to be seen, the healing that takes place instantaneously is pretty incredible. Especially when it's just make sure it's in those safe spaces in communities that you feel held in with people that you feel held by. Um, yeah. Esther, I love the reframe that self-sabotage is actually self-protection. Beautiful. This was life-changing for me because self-sabotage, there's, there's so much shaming in that. There's so much wronging like, oh, my God, I'm self-sabotaging again. This is all my fault. But actually, there is a really powerful mechanism at play, and we don't want to get rid of these coping mechanisms. We don't want to get rid of our stress response. There is a reason why we have the fight, flight, freeze. And it's really important. We don't want to get rid of it. We just want to start to shift how we're responding because when we get stuck in a stress cycle, that's when it starts to play out when we're not actually, when our life actually isn't being threatened. So the, the fight, flight, freeze is when our life is being threatened. And so when we have those traumatic experiences that cause us to go into the stress response and we shut down, and we don't allow ourselves to like move through that so often when we go through something traumatic the body needs to shake it needs to express it needs to maybe wail or cry or scream 
but a lot of us go into freeze and we hold everything in and so we actually need to start to meet these parts that are holding on to these experiences or these limiting beliefs or whatever it is that we're holding on to and support that part to move through that cycle and complete that cycle and that's what i mean by integration to integrate literally means to make whole so we're coming back to wholeness we're coming back to our authentic self Mary, I have so much better understanding as to why I can't be in my body for too long and why I can only feel things for a little before I go numb again. I'm glad that I'm not alone in what I'm experiencing. Beautiful. Thank you for sharing. You're definitely not alone. Mm. Tonya, I love the part you mentioned about being busy to disconnect. What am I distracting myself from? Yeah, amazing. Another little pondering. So Tonya and I have been working together for a little while and I'm always sharing these different questions to contemplate rather than like often we are looking for something outside of ourselves to maybe save us or to shift it. But for me, it's helping you to take your power back and through these ponderings, through these contemplative questions, you can discover those answers inside of yourself. So definitely um, recommend watching the replay and writing some of these pieces down that you can really keep practicing. All right, so I'm just going to share my screen. I know we're getting close to time and I want to be really mindful of your time. But feel free to keep sharing in the chat and I'll have some time at the end where I can go through them and answer any questions. All right. So I want to just take a moment here just to thank you for joining me for today's conversation i really loved connecting with you seeing some new faces and some familiar faces and i feel like there's so much here like this is such a big conversation a big topic and there's so many places we can go and like i said there's only so much we can cover in 90 minutes and i also don't want to overwhelm your nervous systems with giving you too much all at once and so something that started to come through me last year and it was like I could feel it wasn't time to share it last year, but now it's actually like, yeah, now is the time. And I'm feeling really called to create this sacred container where we can take this conversation to a much deeper place. And this is, like I said, going to include those embodiment journeys. So I'm literally going to guide you every step of the way. You don't have to guess like, what do I do? How do I heal the inner child? How do I release this belief? How do I really get in touch with my body and connect to my body and my authenticity and my fullest expression. I really desire to support you every step of the way where we can take it at your pace and meet exactly what's coming up for you in a really beautiful container. So I have a really beautiful six week activation journey coming up, which is called deep pleasure. And this is going to help you to really embody everything that we've covered today and to come into your fullest expression in a really safe, supportive space. So this is for the woman who is ready to connect to herself, her body, her pleasure in a deeply loving way so that she can experience deep pleasure, tap into her power and truly enjoy life. I truly believe this is where our power lies. This is how we become magnetic for the life, the people, the experiences that we deeply desire. This is where you access your joys by doing this deeper work and really tapping into that inside of yourself, that bliss that literally lives inside of you. But it's by going through all these layers and moving through all this stuff that you're going to 
come home, come home to wholeness and deep love and deep pleasure. So by joining, you're going to be supported to connect to your body, cultivate deep self-love and expand your capacity to feel deep pleasure, joy or orgasmic bliss. So a big piece of this is expanding your capacity to feel. I'm going to guide you through cultivating deep inner safety, feeling insecure within yourself to be authentically and unapologetically yourself and to confidently express. I find a big piece with expression is we need to feel safe in order to let that voice be heard. And your voice is deeply connected to your sexuality, to your pleasure, to your joy. Actually, when you look at the physical body, the muscles in the throat and the muscles in the pelvis actually mirror each other. And you actually see that when one contracts, the other contracts. When one releases and expands, the other releases and expands. So as you open up through your voice and your throat, you're actually going to open up through your pelvis and your sexuality and your yoni space. And what I have found for me is that it's through allowing my voice to come through that I've had some of the most ecstatic, orgasmic experiences. Um, and even like, especially with my partner, it's opened up a whole new realm. And I found sex has actually become deeply sacred for me, deeply healing and deeply awakening. And a lot of this has been it's come from doing that deeper work and really allowing my voice to come through. What I have found is like, especially in those sexual experiences, when my throat was contracted and I was afraid to ask for what I needed or to say stop or to say slow down, as I contracted my throat, my yoni space would contract, the pelvis would contract, and that would actually create a lot of resistance in the body and block pleasure, block the ability to surrender and flow and enjoy the experience. And this happens in all areas of life. We experience more tension and contraction um, as we move through life and that affects our relationships, our work, the way that we show up. So a big piece of this as well is gonna be cultivating that inner safety. We're gonna go into transforming your sexual narrative. So what that means is shifting that story Becoming aware of what is the current story, what do you desire and what do you want that new story to be and then starting to bridge that gap and take you from that old story to that new story so that you can sexually thrive and feel more connection, intimacy and aliveness. Accessing your pleasure will support you in creating the life you deeply desire and thriving in all areas of your life. For being in your pleasure causes you to become magnetic for what you deeply desire. So you actually start to notice that the things that you want come to you. It literally starts to find you because as I mentioned earlier, that energetic vibrational match, you become the energetic match for the things that you desire. But currently with the limiting beliefs that we may be holding, the inner child wounding, the patterns we're playing out, the stuff that's held in the body is creating our vibration. So like I was saying, we can do all the affirmations, we can do all the meditations and be like, why am I not experiencing abundance? Why am I not experiencing pleasure? Why am I not in my joy? Because deeper down in the body, in the um, subconscious mind, we're not actually the vibrational match, no matter how many affirmations we do, what's actually going on in the subconscious. And so we want to start to shift that. And then we're also going to be going into healing from past experiences that might be trauma, wounding, uh, inner child wounds and creating space for incredible new experiences you maybe didn't even know was possible. So there were things for me, uh, especially sexually, that I was like, this is just never going to happen for me. And I just accepted that that 
was not going to happen. And deep down, I felt like I was broken, but I accepted that it's just not available to me. But as I started to delve deeper into what was blocking that, I had these experiences spontaneously and this incredible healing taking place during sexual experiences that has been absolutely mind-blowing that I didn't even know was possible. It wasn't even, I couldn't even desire it because I didn't know it was actually even a thing. And I was having these really incredible experiences that opened up my heart, that brought me into deeper connection with myself, with my partner, having awesome, incredible, like orgasmic experiences, but there was something much deeper that was happening. That connection to myself became so deep. I felt more at ease in myself, more connected, more attuned to my needs. It was becoming easier to express myself and to talk about this stuff as well because there's been so much shame that I've held around sexuality, around my body, around pleasure. To now be able to come out into the world and actually talk about it is incredible and so liberating. So if this is something that's resonating for you, if you're wanting to connect to your body, cultivate deep self-love, expand your capacity to feel, have that inner safety, have more pleasure and become magnetic for the life that you desire, then this is definitely for you. And I think you're going to get a lot out of this, this journey together. So I'll break down the weeks for you just so you have more of an idea of what we're going to go into and how it's going to flow. So we're going to go week one. It's about transforming your sexual story. So really creating that map for you. Where are you currently? Where do you desire to be and how we're going to get there? And we're actually going to go into an embodiment journey here of actually connecting to the part of you that holds this old story and support that part to open up to this new story, this new empowering narrative you want to create for yourself. Week two is self-love and body love. So this is really integrating these deep parts of shame, these parts that feel maybe self-hatred or like disgust or shame or parts of our body that we don't like. And we're going to start to really cultivate deep love on a somatic level. Somatic means body. So we're going to get out of the head into our body and really plant these beautiful new seeds. Week three, we're going to start to explore orgasmic reclamation. So really learning about the seasons of life and the cycles of orgasm and how to really flow with your experience to come into a deep state of surrender and experience more orgasmic bliss. I feel like this really is a reclamation because I feel like a lot of our pleasure has been shut down has been taken our power has been taken but we've also been giving it away and we want to take that power back and we want to remember how deeply worthy we are to experience deep pleasure week four we're going into sexual healing so we'll go a little bit deeper here with exploring your inner landscape healing and integrating the wounds the trauma and the inner children and really creating the space for that story that new empowering narrative that we're creating from week one we're creating the space for that to actually land in the body week five we're going deeper with creating safety and embracing your inner wild so coming into that fullest expression uh, we're going to create ecological support systems so this is a really powerful process that i guide clients and students in to really have a deeper level of safety inside of themselves and then week six is sexual empowerment. So this is really stepping into the new you and embodying everything that we've moved through. This is going to be a really fun week uh, where we really start to cultivate that empowerment to be authentically ourselves. 
And so when you sign up today, I have some really incredible bonuses and these are designed specifically for this journey to really deepen the experience for you. So you're going to get my confidence to express program. I find the expression, it's going to take more than a week to fully embrace that expression because there is so much stuff here. This is one of the areas I find most people really struggle with and have a lot of blocks around and it's so deeply connected to our pleasure. So this is going to be a live program as well. It's going to start straight after, after the deep pleasure program. So in total, the program is actually going to be eight weeks instead of just the six. And this will be four live modules. Each module will be about two to three hours each where we're going to do embodiment journeys. There's going to be hot seat coaching. There's going to be deep support of actually opening up this throat. Uh, we're going to go into somatic experiencing um, and really help you to transform and come into that full expression. There's also something that I discovered recently that I am excited to share with you, which is the Yoni Elixir. This is a self-love body oil and lubricant. And it's a lady that I connected with recently. I was presenting at the Starlight Festival Festival in um, Bangalore in Queensland. And this lady was talking about the milk and honey era and connecting to your sex center and your heart and how to really become magnetic and talking about cultivating a self-pleasure practice and a self-love practice. She spoke about the difference between self-pleasure and masturbation. So masturbation is more like kind of got that goal orientation of orgasm and getting off, whereas self-pleasure is about slowness and connecting to yourself. And it could include touching your vulva or like exploring masturbation and, and that realm, but it could also just be exploring your pleasure, exploring your body, soft touch and actually just coming into a really beautiful connection with yourself. So you're going to get one of these delivered to you as well. And we're going to actually play with this inside the program and start to cultivate those beautiful self-love, self-pleasure rituals. You're going to cultivate one or create one that's designed for you, that feels really good and really nourishing for you, that's going to support you in cultivating deep love and deep pleasure. And then I've got my beautiful friend, Amber Lee Rose, joining us. She's going to be running two bonus live workshops. And so Amber Lee is a yoni massage practitioner and devoted to the divine feminine, supporting women to come into a loving and sacred relationship with their bodies, sexuality, and innate feminine essence. The core foundation of her work is based around developing a deep relationship with the body and building capacity to be present with their experience and sensations. So we had a really incredible podcast episode um, recently. It was like toward the end of last year. Highly recommend checking it out. It's a really potent conversation. I think you'll get a lot out of it. If you loved this conversation, you'll love that one. But she's going to be running two workshops and these are going to be uh, intensive workshops, but really nurturing, really supportive. Uh, one of them is the wild woman embodiment journey and the other is a guided womb journey. And then you're also going to have private community lifetime access to the whole program. So all the replays, everything that we do inside the program, you're going to have lifetime access to. And this is going to be a really safe space to bring all of yourself to connect, to be supported, to be held, to ask all of your questions. Um, it's going to be 
really, really amazing. I'm super excited for this. So what you're going to receive if you do decide to join is we're going to have weekly calls. There's going to be seven in total over six weeks. And then they'll, um, you also get life, lifetime access to all those replays and we'll have some weekly home play. And this is optional. It's a guided practice or an invitation for something to take away from our call to practice until our next call to really help you embody what we've covered in that call. You're also going to get the confidence to express live programs. So that means we'll be together live for eight weeks. You'll get those two bonus live workshops with Amber Lee. You'll get the Yoni Elixir delivered to your door and you'll get that private community and lifetime access to everything. So the total value of this is 2,287. This program, the full investment is 1,111. So when you join today, so I have some additional bonuses for everyone that's on the live call. If you join today, you're also going to receive a one-on-one -on -one coaching session with myself. So this is valued at $500. And you're also going to get a 500 gram block of ceremonial cacao delivered to your door along with your Yoni Elixir. This is going to be really supportive for you. Ceremonial cacao, if you're not aware of what that is, it's a really beautiful medicine that helps you to connect to your heart, creates a deep safety and support inside of you. I have found with cacao, it's something that really calmed my mind and brought me into my body, connected me to my heart space. And I felt a lot more support going through these deeper layers. I have cacao every single day. It's incredible. Um, and you're also going to get my Awaken Your Sacred Heart guided cacao ceremony album. This has five guided ceremonies in there. So if you're new to cacao, don't worry, I've got you. I've got lots of resources to, to support you with that. And then you'll get those guided ceremonies. If you have any questions, feel free to, yes, this is in New Zealand dollars. Yeah. Um, if you have any questions, feel free to pop them in the chat. You can reach out to me directly. Um, I do have some really beautiful gifts I wanna share with you as well. I'm just gonna find my links for you. Here it is. And I'm also happy to have a call with anyone if you want to actually talk more about the program and have like really feel into if this is right for you. I'm happy to jump on a call and explore that together because I want to make sure this is the right program for you and this is the right container. So feel free to reach out if you do want to jump on a call. If you are ready, I've just popped the link in the chat and you can go through there. I do have a VIP package for anyone that feels like they need deeper support um, and that's going to include some one-on-one -on -one sessions and a really beautiful gift pack but you can find all the details through that link um, it would be an honor to support you on this journey i know how possible it is for all of us to experience this deep pleasure that i'm talking about not only because i've gone through it myself and i've had these times where i'm like this just isn't going to be possible this just isn't going to happen for me and i kept so I stayed the course and I continue doing the work and I have shifted so much by working with these deep somatic practices, tantric practices, doing these embodiment journeys, having these powerful conversations and really being held in these containers is so, so powerful. So I know it's possible for you as long as you show up, you commit to yourself, you do the work, it will happen for you too. But if you do want to have that conversation, just reach out. So just read some of these comments. So Amy shared becoming fragmented and reliant on someone else to put us back together instead of being able to 
ourselves and from body disconnect has resonated beautiful Sabrina, I feel that I was avoiding my whole life to see what trauma is and how much being a people pleaser has affected myself. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you for sharing. The time commitment each week for the program. So that is um, the, the live calls are going to be about 90 minutes. Um, so that's really what we're committing to is if you can commit to those live calls. But even if you can't join every live call, there's going to be the replay so you can catch up in a time that's more suitable for you. Um, and then the home play, I want to keep it really simple and easy to implement because as, as soon as we start to add more things to that to-do list, we tend to put it off and put it off and we miss out on that transformation. So I want to make it super digestible. So the practices are going to be, it's really, it could be longer. So if you have more time, they're going to be practices that you can extend, but there's going to be like something you can do for two minutes if that's all you have, two minutes every day. Or for those that have a little bit of extra time, or you might find that every day I've got two minutes, but one day I've got 20 minutes and I can do a little bit extra. So we're going to have different options with that home play. But yeah, the main commitment would be the 90 minute call. That even if, um, like I said, you can't make that live call, the replay's there, you have lifetime access because you'll find as you journey through this program again and again, you'll get more and more from it. I've had people join me for programs in the past and they've completed it. As soon as we've completed it, they've gone back to the beginning and started again. They've had a whole new experience. So this is going to be something that you actually get to use and utilize for life. It'll become your lifelong toolbox. Um, but you'll get yeah, so much out of going through that journey and being really supported every step. So I just want to share for those. I know we've just run over a little bit over time, but I have created a really beautiful um, program like just a it's inside my app called raw embodiment and so that's where i'm going to upload this replay and i've got a couple of practices in there that are going to be really supportive for you so there is a connect to your body practice it's a felt sensation practice but it's a new one that's really aligned to the frequency of awakening your pleasure and there's also a body love meditation to really help you to cultivate love for yourself and your body and then I'm also working on, it's not uploaded just yet, but it will be in the next day or so. It's a breast massage practice. And this is really incredible because it's going to help you with connecting to your body and your heart and opening your heart. So I'm going to guide you through that powerful practice of breast massage. Um, and there's a couple other things in there as well. So you can get access to that absolutely free. Uh, you just need to download and sign up to the app and you should be able to go to the main page on the app and find that program it's called awakening awaken your pleasure if you have any trouble finding it feel free to message me and i'll help you um, but yeah it's called raw embodiment you can download it from the app store i'll just write it in the chat so you can see download it from the app store i also have a web browser version and inside that i've also got my awaken your pleasure ebook and I feel like there's so much incredible like stuff inside of that program or inside of that ebook. So that's really to support you, to take you from what we've shared about today, to take that, that journey deeper for you. And then for anyone that's really ready to delve into those deeper layers to do that deeper work, I highly recommend coming and joining me for deep pleasure. Reach out if you have any questions. But 
Yeah, thank you so much. I think there was just a few things I wanted to remind you of before we jump off, but I completely understand if you need to jump off. Um, yeah, so just want to remind you as well that there's the giveaway draw that I'm, so I'm announcing the winner on Sunday. So all you need to do is share about this conversation. So maybe share about your experience, share maybe one of my posts that's on Facebook that I talk about the journey or this conversation. I'm also going to be uploading this conversation to my podcast so you could share the podcast episode. As long as you tag me in whatever you're sharing on social media, then you'll go into the draw. Because if I don't know you've shared, then <laughs> I don't know. Um, but I will be announcing the winner on Sunday. And yeah, if you're ready to jump in for deep pleasure just remember that there's those additional bonuses when you join today and then the early bird price is ending on friday uh, and i'll send you all this information by email as well all right if there's no more questions we're going to just do some closing breaths together to close this space you may find more questions come up after i find every time i end a call people are like oh now i have all my questions <laughs> so just feel free to reply to any of my emails or send me a message on facebook i'm here to support you feel free to close down the eyes we'll just take a few deep breaths sigh out the mouth <sighs> maybe shake the body a little bit move the body we've been sitting for a little while <laughs> And just take a moment here to connect to your sensation. Feel what's alive in your body. Thank yourself for showing up for you tonight. Really by doing this, by showing up for yourself, you are declaring your worth. You are declaring that you deserve this. You are honoring yourself. You are coming home. You're shifting from maybe those patterns of self-abandonment of people pleasing and you're choosing you. And that's a beautiful, beautiful thing. The more you choose you, the more you fill up your cup, the more you actually have to give and share with the world and with your loved ones anyway. We can't give from an empty cup. So the more that you are anchored in your pleasure, living in your joy, the more you have to share with the world, the more joy you bring into the world, the more vibrations that you help lift you become the walking permission slip for others to choose themselves to choose their pleasure to choose their joy and we rise together thank you so much for joining me today i'm sending you all so much love i'm wishing you all the very best on your journey and i hope we connect again soon have a beautiful night Thank you so much for listening to the Good Girl Unleashed podcast. If you are loving this content, go ahead and subscribe to be notified of upcoming episodes. Please leave a five-star review to help me get these powerful teachings and practices to those who need it. If you would like to submit a question or would like to know more about how we can work together, send me an email to info at So much love to you, beautiful human. Until next time.